All right, welcome. This is the L Girls, an L Word Recap podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Mara. And we're here to recap the third episode of the L Word Generation Q. Yeah, I can't believe it's only been three. <laughs> I, I know, it's That's only been funny. three. But yes, thanks for listening. Yes, we really appreciate we're it. We're just gonna so, jump right yeah, into let's, it. Yeah, let's get started. So we first see an overview of Silver Lake, as always. Yeah, that's nothing new here. <laughs> nothing new. Um, we cut to uh, Danny and Sophie and Micah dancing, but Micah won't dance because um, he says, no, I can't go out tonight. He has to go to, like, an art show or something like that. Yeah. But, like, no one really, like, who, this is Micah, right? Mm-hmm. Which one is Micah? <laughs> The guy who lives in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, That's how little I care about the men in the show. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, Micah... But he has, like, no idea who this artist is. No, yeah. Um, Very, like... Kind of like they they started with the throwaway scene. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I don't even really remember. Um, Then we see Danny declining a call from her dad. Very dramatically. Yeah. And then Danny and And in the previous episode, they had gotten into a fight. He was a little bit homophobic. He was very unhappy about their wedding. Yeah. All of that. And they're, you know, they're in a little bit of a rut together because she's not working for him anymore. And she's working for Bet Porter 2020. Yeah, Bet 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so she declines the call. Um, Danny and Sophie start talking about what they're going to wear to their wedding. And it's like this, like, cutesy scene. Uh Yeah. Um, Which they really have no chemistry. I'm sorry. I really, I don't, yeah, I don't. We're not here to bash, but. but (laughs) I don't know what's happening in these scenes. Um, Yeah. And then they talk about Danny's mom. Oh, which we finally found out. Like, what happened to her? She's dead. She wants to wear her wedding dress Mm -hmm. on her wedding. Um, That's really all we know about it. Like, she's like, oh, I wonder what it would be like with her here. It's like, okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, um. Then um, we hear a voicemail from Danny's dad where he's apologizing, and he says, like, congrats on the engagement and whatever, and it sounds yeah. like it's... It's, like, a sincere apology, mm-hmm. and he's sweet about it, but he is, like, still very controlling, as you will see in the following. Yes, totally. But... Uh, from there we go to Finley and Rebecca at Shane's house, we believe, right? Like, yeah, that's Shane's house. Totally I mean, Shane's so house. basically Finley has damn near moved in. Like, she's <laughs> not planning on going out. Like... And then she tells this, Rebecca tells this, like, story about her first time or whatever, which was, like, like her first, like, sexual experience, but it was, like, with a doll. Yeah. And I'm, like, I guess, like, that's not false. Like, I know, <laughs> I know a lot of women who also have done that. Yeah. Um, but it's also, like, cool. I would never say that to someone I, like, barely know and have just slept with. I know. It was, it was very strange. But whatever. They're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're lesbians. But then uh, Rebecca's, like, I have to go. I have to go. I'm going to church. MCC or whatever. And, uh... Yeah, like, and so Finley has, like, a weird reaction. Or, like, she's just kind of thrown off by it. Yeah, which, which I mean, yeah, we would I would all be, be too. Uh, yeah. At, th- at this point, I am relating to Finley a little bit more yeah. than I was, like, mm-hmm. the last few episodes. Um, then... Um, well, I grew... I went to Catholic school pretty much my entire life. Actually, my entire life. So I am very much like I don't want to go to a church. Like I'm yeah, same. I mean, I grew up in a Catholic school. Yeah. My parents like were very religious, so it's like no, 
I respect it, but it ain't me. Like, <laughs> I refuse to do it. And, I mean, there are certain moments in this episode that, like, we'll probably touch upon later that, like, I actually was like, oh, wow, that's definitely a reaction I would also have mm-hmm. about religion and sexuality and totally. all of that. Yeah. Um, uh, from there, we see uh, Lena, the bartender, and her girlfriend, Tess, um, go into Atlas, which is the their sports bar. bar. Yeah. Um, and it's unlocked. And they're so, like, oh my god, are we robbed? Happened? But I'm like, nah. Nah. And we walk in, and Shane is buying it. <laughs> Shane has already purchased it. Shane has already She's purchased it. She's damn She has blueprints. She's redoing the yeah. entire thing. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna make it my little project. Um, yeah. I don't know where she... I mean, I they've established she's wealthy, but it's really funny it's how so she's funny. so reckless with her money. <laughs> she's like, I'm just gonna buy a bar... And that's and you guys and are gonna it run into it. a gay bar, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. We I kind of did predict that that was gonna happen. Yeah, not, yeah. No, we it's like not rocket yeah. science. Yes. So yeah. So that is great, which I'm excited to see that bar happen. I know. I'm like, can we make it happen in real, in real life? life, please? Um, I actually know that space. I don't know what the name of the actual like bar or whatever it is, but like, mm-hmm. let's turn that into a lesbian bar and let's do it. Homage to the L word. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, please. Then um, we see Alice, Alice and Nat together in their kitchen, and right. I literally don't even remember what's happening. <laughs> Why do I feel like this was like the longest episode? Longest episode. Uh, I don't, I'm like talking about things. And I'm like I don't remember any of this. I need like ten cups of coffee. No, it was like she makes like a she makes like a boring avocado toast reference. Like if I don't get to my brunch early, like I I'm gonna miss out on the avocado toast, and it's like, bitch, we get it. You you live in Los Angeles in 2019, like it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, that's how, like it leads to a conversation about um, how Nat doesn't have any friends. Yeah. So she makes it her like duty to get Nat friends. I know, which is like which really is very cute, sweet, and it's very Alice, and Alice yeah. just wants people to be happy, and um, and she was like, I have lots of friends. You can have some of mine. I organize them by tears or whatever. Yeah, which, which is, is actually really funny. Very, very Because um, Alice is a social butterfly. Yes. Um, as we know from the the chart. Yes, the chart, obviously. Yeah. Um, oh, then it's like the brunch, right? Oh, yes. They, like, so then the brunch. Alice is at, is at brunch with Bette and Shane. And she's explaining the situation to her, and she's like, Nat doesn't even have any mom friends. Like, she has nothing. Yeah. And then Bet isn't really listening because she's, like, on her phone tracking her daughter, and she's like, yeah, Angie made it to school. And... Yeah, which I'm like, that's scary. I Is know. that, like, modern parenting? Yeah, I guess. I'm out. Count, like, count me out of that one. Ugh, I don't want to track my children. No. And then Alice is like, you're a stalker. <laughs> she said that? I yeah. I don't remember uh, hearing that. Yeah. Um, you have a quote that says, you don't even cook it. Oh, avocado oh. toast. <laughs> so again, they bring back the avocado toast joke five minutes after they've already just made one. Yeah. Um, this one was funnier, I will say. And basically, she was just complaining about how long it takes for avocado toast to come because it's literally just sliced avocados on a piece of bread. <laughs> um, it. And it's very true because especially in LA, it takes like an hour for them to bring your goddamn avocado toast. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is with that, but it's true. So it hit home. Yes. Um, so, um, Shane introduces Lena to Bet and Alice. Yes, because why was Lena there? She was just like stopping by with Shane. I don't fucking I know. She was just like, hi, and it was like very awkward. Uh huh. Um, and so then she leaves, and Bet gives Bet gives Shane this look, and Shane's like, no, no, stop. Yeah, it's 
it's very that. And then basically, like, oh, what's that about? And they're, like, she's, like, it's it's nothing, whatever. Mm. And then kind of just, like, cuts to, oh, she's, like, oh, I was hanging out at Atlas. She's a bartender there. And they're, like, why are you hanging out at Atlas? It's a sports bar. Like, how gross. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, well, I bought it. So. <laughs> uh, and Alice is, like, as Alice is always, just mm-hmm. really ecstatic, really happy for her, like, a supportive friend, whatever. Um, and then, like, Bet, it's, like, quiet in the house (laughs) it's just like "Mm, that's impulsive yeah she was that's (laughs) impulsive love like no yeah as usual bet was shady Uh at first um Mm -hmm. and she was right i mean it was impulsive um and then alice is like well if she's a bartender there then don't shit where you eat but the joke was that bet thoroughly agreed oh that was so (laughs) funny oh my god yeah because it's like someone said we i think alice might have said it don't shit where you eat and then and bet was like yeah absolutely yeah don't do that bet doesn't shit where she eats every (laughs) time and she's still doing it with miss felicity which we're gonna get to later which i like kind of had forgotten about but um then it kind of, like, cuts to Angie. She's, like, at school, um, and this, like, shitty girl, like, the bully of the school, white girl, is, like, making all these, like, terrible statements about Bet. And I read she's, on like, Twitter. S- yeah, I read on Twitter. You, your mom is a slut, and she slept with the entire school board, and I always thought you were an affirmative action kid. All this stuff that was, like, really terrible. Yeah, it was, terrible. like, super racist, yeah. really gross, and, like, not nice stuff. Basically, Angie punches her in the face. As she should. It's yes, her, honestly. I mean, I don't condone hitting people, but, but if someone said that to me, I probably would hit them. Yeah. Um, or I would cry. I don't know. <laughs> well, I loved Angie. It was great television to watch Angie punch her in the face. Yeah. I was very pleased. That is true. And then, like, in between this scene and then what comes after was, like, a little cut, too, of, like... Alice's show, and we got to see a poster of Alice's oh talk God. show, oh and it's God. so funny because it's just Alice like sit- seated in like a like a stool or something, like a I stool don't with like her legs open, mm-hmm. um, like very dikey position, like really hot, uh-huh. um, something out of like a Bob Fosse like musical, <laughs> yes. and then they have like lips right by her vagina instead of the eye in Alice. Alice. It's just like li- it's perfect. it looks like pussy lips, and it's very good. Yeah. It's chef's kiss. It would never happen in real life. Imagine if it did, though. Um, yeah, I'm oh. trying to keep the theme of hating Ellen on every <laughs> every episode, and Ellen would never do that. So, there you go. Alice is the only white lesbian I, I trust, because <laughs> everyone else seems to be... I know. Jane Lynch, another one bites the oh, dust. Oh, gosh. But, um, okay, so then we kind of go back to Bet and Angie having a conversation. It's actually very, like, heartfelt... Oh like, my god, Bet Porter, Mother of the Year, just in this, just for this literally conversation. Literally, Mother of the Year, truly. I'm like, I was taking notes. I was like, just for yeah. the future. Oh um, god, it was so sweet. She was, Angie yeah. was like, are you mad at me? And she was basically like, I'm mad that this happened, that this girl said these things to you. And then, yeah. I don't know. Just, and that she's gonna get away with it. Yeah. And she's gonna get away with a lot of things, because she's white, and mm-hmm. um, the rule book is very different for you. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that that's, like, the case, but, like... You know, I think the only way to get around it is to, like, understand the system and stay ahead of it. Yeah. And that was, like, really, really good advice. Instead of just, like, getting mad at your daughter for punching someone. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the first, like, the start of their conversation was just Angie being, like, fuck these people. And her mom was, like, yeah, fuck these people. Like, Ugh. they're trash. Yeah. And that's actually really nice to, like, hear, you know? Like, yeah. when you're mad and your mom is also, like, equally as mad and just not at you. Right. That was really nice. Totally. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of, like, one of the first scenes where we see Bet and Angie, like, actually having, like... Like a sweet moment mm-hmm. instead of like Bet like yelling at her. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and then here's like to me gag of the century like 
they did it for me specifically. Oh my god. <laughs> they did it, like, I swear to god, like, I know that the lesbians have claimed her now. Well, she, well, well, because who else could claim yeah. her? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I love her, so when Alice brings on, drum roll, <laughs> the Megan Rapino. Woo! I lost my shit. It was truly amazing. Absolutely lost my shit. Um, I am a very large Megan Rapinoe fan. She is. I do have the number 45 tattooed somewhere on my body. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> that is... <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. Um, yes. And so the so fact so that... this was made for Mara specifically. Yeah, literally the L word creators were like, well, we'll do it. Fine. Fine. Just to get her reaction. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. I never fucking asked. But, well, we did talk about how they never have cameos. Yes, we did talk about that. I was like, where's Snoop Dogg? Where's Hart? Where's B-52s? Where's Slater Kitty? And they bring on they Megan bring Rapinoe. They bring on Megan Rapinoe. Which is absolutely Better than perfect. all of them. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So, that was great. And then they use... I guess Decepticon is Alice's, like, song. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like, 100% good choice. Because they played it again... We love Latigra stands. <gasps> totally. Decepticon. If I had a talk show, Decepticon would be my theme. Song. I would only play Latigra. Yeah. I'm only <laughs> Kathleen Hanna. I'm only Kathleen Hanna in this house. <laughs> Literally. Um, so then it kind of like shifts. They ask her like questions. Like Megan, they were like asking her like, who is your celebrity crush? And I was like upset that she didn't say Sue Bird, which is her like girlfriend slash whatever, fiance or whatever. Um... Alice was like, mine is you, and then she's like, well, mine is you, which was, like, cute. It was cute. Funny. It's literally, like, her, like, the chart podcast that she had, which was, yeah. like, a video, because whatever the yeah. terms of podcast have changed over time, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically that on a talk show fully, like, it's so gay and so out there, and it's Yeah, amazing. she's, like, asking, like, really intrusive funny questions. questions. She's, like, like, funny and intrusive. Yeah, and, like, that's, like, her brain. She's like, I'm gonna be funny and... And also ask, ask you about your sex life. Yeah. yeah. Ask you and so it was really interesting to see. Um, and, like, Megan Rapinoe, obviously, like, always keeping her cool, always being really sexy. Yeah. Um, yeah, she did her thing. And she was, like, a good actress. Like, I was internally screaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and watch that clip. <laughs> Over and over so again. So many times. Yeah, so many times. It's, like, ingrained in my brain forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even want to, like, talk about it on here, like, because you guys just need to, like, watch it. Yeah. So, we'll just move on. It's great. Because, it, yeah, I could, I could spend an hour talking about yeah. this, and I, I won't. Um, and then we go to, like, Bet's headquarters. Yes, where, where um, Decepticon continues to play through her through, head, like yeah it's just, it was like let's go to bet decepticon is still playing <laughs> it's like okay this is a universal gay song yeah. now thank you but literally nothing happens mm-hmm. they're just talking about oh like oh and you got into a fight period we're like okay great thank you we yeah. saw it okay uh-huh. moving on um then finley and sophie they go to church oh yeah they go to mcc which is where rebecca is that her name yes was like i'm going to mcc so then, <laughs> this bitch, turns out Miss Rebecca is not just a church goer, she's like the priest. She's like the <laughs> minister or whatever the fuck. Like, girl. She's running shit. She's, you know, she's preaching. She has like testimonies and oh, stuff. Oh my goodness. She I'm wears like, the, the thing that you wear. The like. She, she was? Yeah, she was wearing a, like a neck. I don't know what those are called. We I'm, went to- I'm gesturing something around my neck that drapes onto my shoulders. Whatever that is, if you know, Great. 
Tagos. <laughs> Tagos. Um, yeah, I don't fucking know. I have erased everything about religion from my brain. So then, obviously, uh, Finley is like, holy shit, I fucked the priest. Um, <laughs> and, like, the Catholic guilt just, like, comes through. Oh, yeah. And the queer guilt just comes through. It's a double whammy. It's real fun. Um, from that scene, they it goes on to Danny and her dad. And they're, like, at a food truck, obviously, like... With the skyline of Los Angeles. Yeah, like they're that. like, oh, L.A., Silver Lake. What do, what, what do we have to attribute to it? Food trucks. <laughs> I'm like, okay. First of all, I've never seen a food truck, like, just on the side of the road. Yeah, it's where like, where was that? I Girl, I have no idea. Usually, a, a food truck is, like, in a, in a gas station. Or, yeah. like, in those, like, old, like, yeah, car washes. Yeah, where the fuck were they? Like, I don't know where you are. Oh, my God, the old car. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the one on Glenda Boulevard. Yep. Yes. Echo Park, bitches. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, that place is so good. Oh my god, moving on. But basically, they're, like, talking about, like, the wedding, and he's like, I'm sorry for, like, everything, and I really want to be part of this wedding. Like, I, I've i been looking forward to you getting married. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want this to be, like, chaotic. And then he's kind of just talking about, like, his marriage to her mother and how it was, like, really... Like, scrappy is not the right word. It was just very much, like, it was, like, romantic and small mm-hmm. and, and like, the wedding when you're, like, in your 20s and don't have any money. Um, but he was, like, we, your mother would have wanted you to have a better wedding, a bigger wedding. And he's, like, I got us a tour at the Biltmore. And I was, like, bitch, if, I would only get married if I could do it at the Biltmore. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, that was really cool. And he's, like... I'm going to support you, whatever. So that was, like, a cute little... Yeah. Blimp. Yeah. He was, like, for homophobia? I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, we forgot. For a second. We'll we forgot about the homophobia returns. for a minute. Back to Finley and Rebecca. And yes. they're basically, like, still at the church. And, like, Rebecca says something like, I'm more closeted as a Christian than I am as a lesbian or as, like, <laughs> as I am being queer. And I'm like, bitch, so would I. Like, that is... <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's hard. Like, people always say, like, it's hard being, like, growing up religious and then being gay, which mm-hmm. is true. But it's also equally hard when you're, like, established in being gay and then deciding to be religious. Yeah. Because no one really is accepting Someone, that. A lot of people, like, Finley have, like, a lot of trauma associated right. with it. So they're like, I don't want to, like, have to reopen it and, like... Right. Re, like, redo my thinking about it to view it in a different way instead of just... It might be easier to just forget about religion. Yeah. And, put it and in it's interesting because it's, like, a cool dialogue, I guess, because it's... There are gay people who are religious mm-hmm. and, like, I guess they deserve, like, a, <laughs> a, a narrative because it's an interesting narrative and I think the more and more, like, the world is becoming accepting, mm-hmm. the more and more religion will start to play a part again in, like, queer lives. Yeah, I, I agree. Um... I don't know how I agree, if I agree with that or not, mm-hmm. but I think that is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't think we're anywhere close to that. No. Because we're not living in an accepting world. Yeah. And I, I kind of wonder if this storyline is going to play out a little bit like Alice and Tasha's in the old Oh, the constant. Yeah, bickering. how it was like Tasha was like a soldier and Alice was like, fuck George Bush. And so... Like, fuck of, George Bush, though. Yeah, you know? no, like, like, yeah. So all of their scenes were like, don't be disrespectful to me in the war. And Alice was like, well... Okay, and then they just kept having the same fight, and I wonder if this might be similar. Well, it might be, but also it might not be, because it's, like, religion is very different it's very, yeah, than the yeah. Iraq war. No, I know. Um, and I hope, I just, I hope it doesn't go in that direction where they just keep fighting if Finley's like, yeah. I don't like it. I do. Yeah. But, I mean, basically, 
it's just a conversation about um, Finley opening up about her, like, trauma mm-hmm. and how she was, like, raised Catholic and has, like, associates, like, a lot of bad memories and bad experiences mm-hmm. um, with the church. And Rebecca is like, you know, like, some churches can be safe spaces. That's a very interesting word choice. Because it's, know. like, the whole idea of a safe space came from, like, gay people not being able to, like, exist in the world so we had to create our own safe spaces Mm -hmm. and that world was mainly made up of like extremely right-winged religious people Mm -hmm. so it's very funny and also like yeah jarring to see that word choice associated with church Uh um totally for like coming from a queer woman's mouth like that was pretty i don't want to say cool i think it's interesting i think it's interesting too i i was kind of like oh yeah, it's okay. Like, I, it's it's something to think about to- completely because I know because because Rebecca said you haven't been in a church in a very long time since you were a kid probably and Finley was like yeah I mean same thing with me like I think the thought of going into a church kind of scares me just to see what feelings would you know be like brought up you know yeah just interesting I don't know every time I'm in a church I'm <sighs> I'm like get me out of here so then it goes oh they are like visiting the Biltmore oh yes and like it's basically um sophie's family sophie danny and like her dad mm-hmm. and they're like at the biltmore and like you ba- you basically see the like class divide yeah because like danny is like a rich bitch uh-huh. and sophie is like from a working class family mm-hmm. um and we get that danny's dad had already put the deposit down and, like already reserved the biltmore hotel yeah. which is like that was annoying because mm-hmm. basically what the Biltmore was saying was like you can't bring your own food and like I don't know like food and like especially like immigrant families is like a very big deal mm-hmm. and like when you're getting married you want your familial roots to be there yeah. so when the Biltmore was like no you can't have your own food and was basically like condescending to them and um you know just being yeah. elitist um and then we hear that the dad has already put down the deposit without discussing it with anyone because he wanted to make it like a, a more palatable lesbian wedding. <laughs> as uh, yeah, as the, there's a theme here there's a from theme. other people. Yeah, has to be, lesbians have to be palatable. Yes. Can we tolerate this? I don't know. <laughs> um, so that's basically that. And then it obviously like starts a whole thing between Danny and Sophie. Which well, it- also I think. I think he the dad wants to do this wedding so that a lot of his like work people can come here and it's like more for the image of it. Yeah. Can I mention something and like, like that? Yeah, that so this scene kinda happened, like it was scattered and it was a little bit of a boring scene because it's yeah. like, okay, been there, done that. Uh-huh. Like they're fighting about the Biltmore. Mm-hmm. Okay, like calm down. But I also get it. It sucks from um Sophie's perspective. Yeah. So that was basically what was happening. Then, more importantly, it's a conversation between Alice and Gigi, who, oh. uh, love me some Gigi, oh. make her, um, like, not, like, just a guest star, make her a regular. Yes, I want to see her in every episode. She's amazing. Basically, Alice is telling Gigi that she needs to be friends with, um, what's her name? Nat. Nat. It's so funny to me, because Alice is like, I just want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to be friends. I think it'd be great if Nat has a friend. And she goes to her ex-wife... To, fu- to make Yeah, she's Nat. like, of all the people I want my girlfriend or whatever to be friends with, I want it to be with her ex-wife. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you just invite her to one of your brunches with Bet and Shane? Like, yeah, why don't it's you... It's not that... I mean, yeah, I don't know. Integrate her into your friendship? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a very... It, in so many ways, it's layered because it's a very lesbian move to say be oh. friends with your ex, mm-hmm. but it's also not a very lesbian move to... In, 
to integrate both friends and, like, relationships. Because usually, you date your friends. Yeah. Like... Which is the case here. Here. Because Gigi and Nat were friends before they dated and, and got, they married. got married. And had kids, so... Yeah. It's, like, a whole thing. Then it turns to Alice and Nat having a conversation of, like, why would you tell Gigi to be my friend? Like, she broke my heart. Like, why yeah, would really I... she hurt me. Like, I can't just turn around. She, like, cheated on her. Yeah. So, like, it, why would I want to be her friend? Um, and then Alice has, like, a really cute little... Oh, my God. I, I'm literally obsessed with them. I will be so mad if Alice and Nat break, break up, up. Which is, I feel like... I think it's gonna, gonna happen. gonna happen. But, like, oh, my God. Yeah, if so they cute. do my Alice dirty... I'm going to cause a ruckus. I'm going to be <laughs> mad. Like, but basically, she's like, I could see you guys getting brunch, like, having a mani-pedi. Um, you know, and she's like, all I want for you, is, for you is to be happy, which I think was just so sweet. So sweet. Oh, my God. Um, Alice, you're going to get yourself in so much trouble. I know. Seriously. Girl, what you doing? So then, it cuts back to the, um, like, Micah and the neighbor. And the neighbor calls Micah and is like, I have to cancel or he, like, no, he shows up. He's, like, I have to cancel. Mm-hmm. There's personal shit happening. And, like, earlier we had seen, like, this really, really hot guy just, like, tanning. By the pool. Of by the, the pool. Like- <laughs> and we're, like, who is this? Uh-huh. So we're assuming the neighbor has some shit with this really hot guy, but we don't really know. Yeah. Um, and honestly, we I don't really care. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. It's drama that I... I'm like, okay, adding to it, but I, again, it's not on the my top priority list to f- get to the bottom of. Right. No, like, we can, we can move I have on. other questions. <laughs> I have other things to say. Then it goes back to Shane in, like, in Atlas, which, they need to change that name. Please. Please. That's not a good name. For a bar, especially a lesbian bar, the fuck? No, change it now. But yeah. Just call it Shane's. <laughs> That's funny. Like, just call it Shane's. We're going to Shane's. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Noted. We, that's it. <laughs> Mar uh, and I are opening up a bar, calling it Shane's. Shane's. <laughs> uh, sorry, this is the end of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, but basically, Bet shows up to Atlas. It's just Shane alone, like, having a drink. And she's like, I'm sorry for being a shitty friend and for not supporting you. I love Bet. I'm a Bet apologist. I just, yeah. I <laughs> Honestly, we are Bet apologists. We are Bet apologists. She can she's do a- anything she wants and I will forgive her. She's a very... I don't want to say bad person. She makes bad choices that she will never benefit from and hurt other people. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm obsessed with her and will support her in everything. Yeah. Well, and it's- she makes these bad choices because she has the confidence that she'll get out of them. Yeah. It's like, just, that it's it won't a sickness. matter. It's, it's, a, it's really It's a sickness sick. that we stand so hard. Because <laughs> I, I love her. She's so... Mm, she's so I hot. Can't like, even. I know. Girl, I with, and she was wearing that outfit. That gray outfit? It was a power suit. Oh. But, like, a very tasteful... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Points were made. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but this was probably... I mean, I'm sorry. Anytime I bring up Miss Tina Kennard, oh, I am screaming. Yeah, so basically this conversation... Is like, uh, are you still in love with your ex? She's telling Shane that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shane's like, like, yeah, I still love her. And, she's and it's like, not about, she said our breakup didn't involve, like, it didn't matter if we loved each other or not. Like, yeah, that's like, what, she not. was like, our problems have nothing to do with, like, loving each other. Mm-hmm. Like, that's true. I think a lot of <laughs> lesbians can relate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that basically leads to Miss Bet talking oh, about Tina, that. which we've all been waiting for. I'm obsessed. I we were all been waiting for this moment. It was kind of anticlimactic, but also was like perfectly subtle and everything we needed. Oh, it was everything I I needed. Yeah. So basically, Shane asks, 
will I ever feel normal again? Mm-hmm. And Bet is like, well, that's assuming I feel normal. And I'm like, girl, what? She's like, you don't feel normal? She goes, nope. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, period. She's okay. still, like, thinking about... Yeah, Tina. she has this quote. You wrote it down perfectly. She said, I still miss the kind of love that I had with Tina. And I'm like... First of all, bitch, you've ruined that like a hundred times. You've ruined it so many times. <laughs> you've ruined that relationship like a thousand times. Literally, you cheated on her like a hundred times. Um, but then she keeps saying she's like, it made me feel alive. And then, cherry on top, <laughs> she's like, I never thought Damn. she'd fall in love with someone else. Which is a very telling quote for multiple reasons. We're going to break it down. She was like, Tina could never leave me. Yeah, oh that, that shows how bet, why bet thinks she can make these awful decisions because she thinks she's so powerful. Like she, She's a cocky motherfucker. Yes! She I'm thinks like, that Tina would never leave her, that she'd always come back, which, I mean, I always thought that too. I mean, <laughs> but it's not I, fair. It's, it's, I'm like pro-Tina in this case. I'm like, girl, you should go. Go find your love. I, I, I mean, I love that in Tina, only because I love... I don't know. But yeah... She's, but I, I want to know where Tina is. I want to know who she fell in love with. Yeah, I, I need pictures. To I need info. I would like them to just cut away to a picture. Like, maybe... I don't know, like... I don't know, Angie's, like, on her phone looking at Facebook or something. and that's sees so like, funny. She's like, my mom and her other family. Yes, I would love to see it. I need <laughs> ah, it now. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. But, yeah, she, like, I guess that scene ends with, like, Bet being, like, everything changed once Tina left me. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you had to have a reality check. Uh-huh. Jesus. So then, very, not so subtly, honestly, they, like, cut to, like, a very intense, like, sex scene between... Micah and this like random grinder guy uh-huh. and honestly again do not give a fuck like, <laughs> I don't care you know it should be a rule that if it's called the L word I can only see lesbian sex <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry yeah we got like basically two sex scenes with Micah and per- where, like, where, that, that's it where's the rest <laughs> where's the rest I would like to see it um yeah and not that the show has like has it has nothing to do with sex really but like if it's gonna have sex in it can we make it women? <laughs> you know? Um, so then cuts to Bet in her office on the phone with T. Oh my god. Which is annoying because she like calls Tina T. And they're like talking about they like they're gonna change, they're gonna uh Bet made the decision to put Angie in a different private school. Right. And so she's telling Tina that on the phone. And then she apparently they still share an account because T- yeah. Tina was like, oh, I'll put the I'll, like, transfer the money, and she was like, I guess. Yeah, like, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And I'm like, aw, like, those are my parents. <laughs> Even though five minutes ago I just said I hated it. <laughs> Still love them. Um, <laughs> whatever, they talk about that. It was a very quick conversation, but mm-hmm. then it leads to the talk about, like, an education system in, in America. Oh, my God. Okay, I literally called this from the very first episode. I don't know. I think it, I think it's in the podcast somewhere. I know I said it when I watched... When, when we were watching the episode Yeah, it together. would be in the first episode that we talked so, about that. Angie, you know, like, the first episode is, like, wearing her private school, like, uniform and walks out the door, goes to school. And I was like, her kid goes to private school and she's running for mayor. That's bad optics. It and, is bad optics. And yeah. that is now a plot point in the show. That's true. That I mean, she is goes <sighs> to private school and that's not good for, you know, she's talking up the public school system trying to make it better, yeah. but her own kid is not in public school. Well, she hasn't talked up the public school yet. Well, like, but that's, that's like, what she, she wants to doing. have, like, her platform is, like, the three pillars, like, education, whatever. Whatever. But, like, they're doing that whole thing yeah. and, like, her kid goes to, like, some hoity-toity 
private school mm-hmm. that, that is, she like, hates first that she of all f- and she yeah, hates she it fucking hates it's like racist because you know like it's always like the diversity thing that like p- like private schools are trying to do uh-huh. um to be like you know we're not elitist we don't only take white money right and it's like okay well you're still racist so then speaking of like rich people um it kind of goes back to danny and sophie fighting about their wedding and how it's like the decision has already been made for the Mm -hmm. biltmore and like sophie is like i don't want to feel uncomfortable at my own wedding Mm -hmm. um which is valid totally valid and i totally right like it's a big deal like if you're not happy with your wedding like i Mm -hmm. would say something Mm -hmm. like um and then again like danny keeps saying this thing which like i hear you i hear you (laughs) i hear you i I would fucking lose my mind. <laughs> Bitch, I know you hear me. Now do, some, <laughs> now do something about it, love. Yeah. Like, and that shit pisses me off so much. You're not my, you're not a therapist. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I mean, have a fucking conversation. Like, say something back. She's just I like, know. I hear you. It's like, I hear you, but I'm not gonna do like, anything. Like, don't be a doormat, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that's that. I was kind of annoyed by that. And basically, Sophie's like, I'm not gonna compromise with your fucking dad. It's different if it's a compromise between me and you, mm-hmm. but this is, this is your dad. Yeah. Again, don't really give a fuck about the dad plot. I know. Like, I know. Cool. Me either. On to more interesting things. Alrighty. Miss, Miss Bet is having a debate. Oh. In which... Oh, God. It's so powerful to me. It's a very powerful debate, but also <laughs> it's Alice, Gigi, and Nat, and then Shane. They're all just sitting together. In and the like, audience. Gigi oh. and Nat are, like, giggling and having, like, fun. And Alice is like, well, I've made a mistake. <laughs> um, my fucking girlfriend is hitting it off with her wife or ex-wife. Again, Leisha Haley is so brilliant and she's so funny in scenes like this. Like, when, when Gigi and Nat are, like, laughing and she leans over and says, what? Her line delivery. Like, she's just yeah, great. I'm going to be talking her out. That was Shane, though. No, um, she leaned over and goes, what? Oh, that's and then, true. She's, and then she, and that's, like, very old Very Alice. old. This is what I love. It's very old. Like, I'm annoyed and I don't know what's happening and I'm going to say she's something. She's like, I'm going to butt in. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, God, I love I that. Love, I love it. Yeah, and obviously, like, Shane was like, girl, you dug yourself into this hole. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you, mm-hmm. you fucked yourself over. And she, I feel like she did. Mm-hmm. Then it actually goes to the debate. Mm-hmm. And we kind of had established that, like, Beth's stance on education was a little bit shaky, but then there's, like, this whole conversation about the city needing housing. Because right. I can't even remember her three pillars. I can't. Whatever. I just it's, know Danny was like, not, don't say education. Take a breath. Don't say yeah, education. Yeah, this is, like, fake, fake politics. <laughs> I'm worried about real politics. So I have I was not paying attention to this debate. Um, but basically it talks about education, and, like, she just breaks the news. Like, my daughter is actually... Going to public school. Yeah, which um, she said she was never going to enroll her in public school to Danny, like, right. five minutes before this. Right, and, and she's, like... Because her opponent was basically using, like, coded language to and talk... she calls him out on it. She called him out. Oh. Yeah, she was like, boy, don't be racist. Mm-hmm. Like, um... And she I says was, that the schools... The, the faculty reflects the students in public schools, and it should, and it doesn't... Like, yeah, um, so basically her point was, like... Because he wants to put money... I Actually, maybe politicians should be taking note because he wanted to put money into charter schools, mm-hmm. which charter schools are terrible because it really draws the like the barrier between... Like, it's it's not black and white, but they love for it to be black and white. Yeah. And it's taking tax dollar money for no good reason when you could take that exact same tax dollars and put it into 
making the public schools better in certain situations. Yeah. They, like, mentioned all the, like, low-income neighborhoods in L.A., and instead, instead of making their public schools better, they were like, we'll charter them out. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Make them feel safe in their own neighborhoods. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> people, the politicians of L.A., pay attention. <laughs> Um, and she, like, got the teacher's union's endorsement, which is, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, this is funny, actually. Finley is, like, riding a bike, like, in the middle of the street. And we're, like, why is she riding a bike? Like, when did Just, she get a bike? Who rides bikes in L.A.? I mean, I certainly don't. I don't. And she's listening to, like, a voicemail from Rebecca, and she's, like, I think we met for a reason. Like, I, I would love to see you again. All that. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, go to church. <laughs> I know. And go to church and Finley starts crying. And yeah. Rebecca comes up and is, like, comforting her. Yeah. That was kind of sad. It was really, like, an upsetting thing. I feel like I, I definitely do cry every time I go into a church. It's not a very, like... I, I don't know. It's a very difficult thing to ignore that, like, presence of, like, mm-hmm. everything this institution is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it actually hates you. Even I, though they're trying to change the narrative, uh-huh. they hate you. But what it, what it's stood for for such a long time is so present and, like, you can't yeah. forget it to me when I walk in. It's, like, it's very yeah. hard to ignore that. And I guess and that's she, what Finley's trying to deal yeah, with. Yeah, and she, like, chose a very, like grand church to go into. It was incredibly Catholic. And yeah. it was a very beautiful church. Very beautiful. But, like... It's just very symbolic of all of Of, like, stuff. the weight that that carries. Yeah. yeah. It was very... It was a really good scene. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was actually one of the few... This episode, I really did like Finley a lot. I definitely related to her character more. Um, this episode, she wasn't as annoying. Yeah. She was actually really... She was starting to be more of a person than just, like, an archetype of a character. Yeah. So that was really nice. And she wasn't just, like floating along, like, making really, like, basic jokes. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't really fun. Like, we didn't really have an understanding of who she was. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to get to know her. And I actually think I like her. Yeah, um, me too. So that's nice. Yeah. Because I wanted to like at least, a, like, a few of the new ones. <laughs> I know. Like, so then after that, it cuts to Alice and Nat's house. But Gigi is over. And Nat and Gigi are, like, having their little, little kiki, and they're, like, having fun and shit. Again. Laughing. I love this. I love Literally. this dynamic. I, like, I will not do it justice. I'm not an actrice, so I can't, <laughs> like, do Alice's, like, genius portrayal. Oh. Um, Emmy she, Award, Golden Globe, give it to Alicia Haley. Give her another series after this. Yeah, she, she deserves a spinoff. Please. The show's bad to begin with. Well, I'll take a bad spinoff, too. <laughs> Literally. Um... So basically, Alice is like yawning, and she's like in the middle of their conversation. Well, good night. <laughs> in the middle of the conversation, like go down, motherfucker. She's like get out. Not subtle at all. Just she's ready to have Gigi leave and go to sleep. And basically, like Gigi gets the hint, she goes, and Nat is just like, "You good? Like, are you okay?" And she's like, "I knew this was gonna happen. Like, I told you that this yeah. was gonna be this way." And and they have a little bicker fest about like. Alice is like, I thought I was the funny one, and you're just laughing at all her jokes, and they actually made a really funny comment, and she was just like, you kept saying you're gonna, like, pee your pants, and Nat goes, well, I could pee my pants, like, sneezing, and Alice's reaction to that was actually very, it was very funny. true. She's like, yeah, that's actually fucking true, and that's actually really scary. Um, (laughs) She's like, shit, I don't want that for me, but, um, I thought it was just very cute. I like 
they they are again going back to my theme with like domestic lesbians like they're just cute i know oh, <laughs> i love God, it i love it so and much. she like she what does she say to her she like like does her little like head tilt and goes do you want to go watch naked and afraid and she's like, ah! yeah, she's like, I would really love that. I'm like, just, oh my God. Where is that for me? I know. I watch them and, and I just, oh, it's all I want. And then I know that it's not going to work out for them like soon. Like it's coming. It's just, they're setting I know. it up. I, mm, I see it in the credits because she's a, Nat is like only a guest star on there. So that's it's not fair. That's, that's not, not fair. fair. That means she's not going to be in every episode, I think, which they better not start some shit because. If they, again, if they fuck up my Alice, it's not cool. It's not okay. This is World War Three now. Yeah. Like, girl, you could have, you killed Dana, I was okay. <laughs> you fucked with Alice? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Period. She's already been through enough. I know, like, just let her be happy. Goddamn. Anyways. Wait, and they did do, like, a callback to Dana earlier in the episode. They did, but they didn't mention it. They didn't her. mention it, but it was, like, obviously a reference. She was like, I was best friends with my ex. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well... Then she died. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Ugh. But, um, it kind of, it's a very weird transitioning, but it cuts to Shane again at the bar. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, drinking. This time, she went from vodka to gin. <laughs> Good for her. She's doing, she sends a text to her ex-wife, Kiara, saying, I miss you. And I thought she was going to delete it before she sent it, but she but sent she it. she sent it. I was like, ooh. Well. Bold. Yep. Um, so she was doing that, um, puts her phone away, then, oh my my god, God. Lena walks in, like, sexy as ever. (laughs) I know. Honestly, she gets hotter and hotter. Hotter and hotter. Like, it's really not okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, she, out of nowhere. she's a new character. I like her. Oh, she's in, yeah. I like her. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, she, like, out of nowhere, comes in and is like, well, our relationship is struggling, and by our relationship, I think she means her and Tess. Tess. Mm-hmm. She's like, our relationship is struggling, um, and we were, like, we've been going through, a, like, a rough patch, so we're, like, not together anymore, mm-hmm. um, because she was getting jealous of the way that I was looking at you, and, like, Shane is like, girl, what? But then, <laughs> obviously, old Shane kicks in. Old Shane kicks in, yeah. Old Elward kicks in. This is so old Elward. The way that she comes in to, like, seduce her is yeah, so... Yeah, it's so fun. I mean, honestly, like, that's what I'm paying for. That's, that's, yep. That's what my Showtime subscription <laughs> is for. Yes. And so they're, like, doing that. And then all of a sudden, it, like, cuts to, like, 2006-style, like, Elward sex scene. Mm-hmm. Where they're, like, fucking on a table. And yeah. you're, like, hell yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, so random. It was actually, like, mimicking the exact same, like, um, like scene where Shane fucks Carmen mm-hmm. in the, like, audio engineering room. Yes. Like, girl, what? Like. Yeah. That's, uh. that's a time where I was like, okay, this does feel like 2005 award, like, great. And yeah. I know that that's not what they want, but I was like, I was happy. But I was like, I, it. but that's what I want. That's what I want. So. <laughs> yeah. And they gave that to us for just a tiny little Just moment. a sec. After that. It was actually a very quick episode, even though it felt like ain- like it felt very it felt long, long going through. Not it. a lot of things happened. Um, so like basically, Rebecca and Finley they're gift wrapped into a nice little. They have their like heartwarming moment. Mm-hmm. They like finish up at the church. Then we see Micah tell Sophie that like his date bailed on him and he like fucked a stranger from Grinder. And I was like, bitch, my rights. Like, <laughs> um, so then he basically. Yeah, very, like, very quick scene, Mm -hmm. and, like, nothing really happened, and then this episode ends with, like, 
whatever, Danny's on the phone with the teacher's union, no one really cares. Yeah. We see, like, a, we hear, like, a knock on the door, like, door opens, and it's Felicity, and, like, Bet is just sitting in her office, like, waiting for her to come. Oh, my God. I'm like, ah! Ah! fuck yeah. Miss Bet is just self-sabotaging her life. She is setting she's her life on shitting where she's fi- eating. <laughs> she's shitting where she's eating. She's setting her life on fire. And we're here for it. All right, that's the old uh, bet I know and love. Right, and we support Bet and her bad decisions because it makes good TV. Oh, it's it's absolutely beautiful. It makes absolutely very good wonderful. TV. Um, Danny sees Felicity go into the room, and she's like, "God damn it, girl! <laughs> I'm a good PR person, but not yeah. that good." So we're and then it just ends. It just ends like that. It felt very like SVU. Like it, it just like zoomed in on Dan. <laughs> yeah. Like zoomed in on like Danny's face, and it was like. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like it's done. Yeah. And we're like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I didn't, we talked about this last episode mm-hmm. about how like you, like what were your highlights of this episode? As always, Alice and Nat and Gigi. That, I mean, those right. are like my favorite First parts. First of all, they need more sh- like airtime. I know. Every time they come in, I'm like, oh my God, okay. I love this. I know yeah. it's going to be like, it's, it's like, funny. It's, it's genuinely good. funny. Like a lot of the other scenes are like. For, they're forced. They're forced, and it's like, I'm not laughing, but every time Leisha Haley says something, I'm laughing because she's so good. Yeah. Whatever. I also, again, my favorite, my other favorite part of this episode was when Bette was talking about Tina. Like, obviously. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. There were not a lot of humorous moments Mm-mm. in this episode. It was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of exposition. Mm-hmm. And like, and then it was like focus on different characters and just kind of moving their storyline along, mm-hmm. um, where they're like building up a lot of things about Shane and Bet and Alice, but we don't really know what's gonna happen. Like we don't know anything about Shane's ex-wife. We don't know why they broke up. Yeah. We don't know anything about Felicity. Nope. So it's like you're giving me all of this shit about the new characters. I don't give a shit. I know. Like I don't care. I don't. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that other episodes, like, pick up. Because, I I mean, I enjoy every episode mm-hmm. of The L Word. I have not hated a single episode. Yeah. But, like, I was I found myself a little bit bored. Also, it sucks because this is the episode they had Megan fucking Rapino on. I know! And I'm like, that's, like, my shit. That was the highlight of my... Oh, of course. The episode for yeah. me. But it was, like, that's the only thing that I... I that stuck out. Like, nothing uh-huh. else was, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm so... Int- you know... And so much of the show is about, like, everyone's interconnectedness. Mm-hmm. And there's but very little of that. just because Sophie works for Alice and just because Danny works for Bet, it, it, it's not enough interconnectedness for me. Like, I wanted more... Like, I want them to all hang out together. If it's going to be a show about... Generation Q. Yeah. But it's also interesting because it's, like, everyone's at a different age gap. Every And that's what that's so the it's thing. Like, it's not the same really... show. And I'm not... I'm, like, wanting it to come back the same. And it's yeah. obviously... Like, it's not, to. like, their group of friends that are interconnected. Now it's, like, I'm your boss. We're interconnected. Yeah. And, like, it's interesting. Um, but the, the storylines feel so separate to me still. Yeah. That's it is the only reason separate. why, like, none, none of it really affects... Yeah, I mean, None, it is yeah. very separate. Mm-hmm. I think in the real world, it is also very oh, separate. Like, it sucks, because it's, like... Not that it's, like, an el- like an older lesbian's job to, like, take on or, like, adopt, oh, uh-huh. like, younger lesbians for, like, me- like as mentors or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, like, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. So it's, like, we all have our own groups of, like, queer friends, like, that are usually same age. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, like, I wouldn't even know how they could make that. I know. I know what I'm wishing for. Even though we would love to see (laughs) it. (laughs) But, um, 
I don't know. Should we like off the top of our head do like a ranking of like the new characters that we like? Yeah. Okay. Like, do you think? We're, okay. Num- for number one right now is Lena. My number one is Nat. Oh shit! She's new. I but know. I agree with you. Then. See, she's, so, she doesn't even so, feel yeah. new. Yeah, she's no, like, she just fits in. She girl. just fits in. She's good. I love Nat. Nat. Yeah, Nat is my number one too. Lena is my Lena. number two. Yeah. Um. I would say Finley. Yeah, I would say Finley. I would say Tess. But Tess like has three lines. Three lines, but I still like Tess. She's great. Yeah. She's um, like, I. It's my dream to run a lesbian bar. Yeah, and I was like, bitch, me too. Like, mm. um, who else is here? Oh, Danny and Sophie, and Micah. Oh, they're they're all at the bottom of my list. <laughs> Sophie is my is my favorite one out of those three. Mm-hmm. And then it's probably Micah, and then, and then the neighbor. Oh yeah, <laughs> the neighbor. And then Danny. Danny. Danny just pisses me off. She just annoys me. Michelle. Yeah, she's just not. She's not a very interesting character. Yeah, she's very much, like, work is what she cares about. We know, but, like, it's not even, like, work is her personality. We see her, she's not even good at her work. Like, sometimes, I know, like, it's just I know. very, it's very, um, two-dimensional. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about her. Um, other than she's rich and has a weird conflict with her dad. Yeah. It's like, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas everyone else seems at least a little bit more, like, three-dimensional and has, mm-hmm. like, personalities and... Whatever. Yeah. So, actually, you know who my number one is? Who? Fortune Feimster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who just stands in the back. She's my number one character. Wait. She's already been in it, right? She's been in it. She she said, like, welcome Alice, like, the first episode. <gasps> she what? was? She, yeah. Was she in it this time? She was just standing. She didn't have any lines. She just stood, like, almost like Andy Cohen's, like, bartenders on one Oh, Live. I did see that. Yeah. Oh, God. She didn't you say know anything, what? though. She was just in the back. I still I love her. I support you, Fortune. You're I my know. number one. You're my number one generation <laughs> I would Q. like her to be in the mix. I wish, you know. Seriously, she's so funny. Why aren't they giving her, like, a microphone? Like. Please. <laughs> give her. A- yeah, seriously. I'm, like, kind of mad about that. But, um, yes, that was our recap mm-hmm. of this, of episode three of, um, the L Word Generation, Generation Q. Q. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please come back on next Monday. Next Monday. And we're hoping to get in some L Word watch parties. We're mm-hmm. in LA now, so. Yes. Yes. Very happy so. to be back in LA. So, again, Invite us to your watch parties. <laughs> yes, we have a few that we're, like, thinking about going to. So hopefully our fault, like, the next episodes will be more interesting mm-hmm. um, and full of, like, drunk stories. Yes. So. All right. Thank you Bye. for listening. Bye. Thank you.